Welcome to the Happy Homestead Podcast. I'm thankful that you found your way here. You're in the right place if you're looking for meaningful conversation that's raw, that's genuine, and that is centered around Christ. There may also be some conversation sprinkled in about coffee, chickens, day-to-day life that tends to be a bit messy, and also some things about the Enneagram. I hope that you can snuggle up with me with a cup of coffee or a cup of tea and that we can dive in together and that this becomes a safe, relaxing place of rest for you. Thank you for joining me. My name is Elizabeth and I'm excited for this journey. Blessings. Hey guys, so today I want to talk with you about something that's been on my heart for several months. It's something that I have, for whatever reason, (laughs) um, pushed aside and not really wanted to dive into it too deeply. I believe that's because um, it applies to me directly in my life. So I've started studying and I decided that it was time for me to share what God has laid on my heart. So I believe that we're going to do this in a series um, just because there's so much of it. I kind of want to break it down um, into episode by episode. And I don't want to just like blast it on you like a fire hose. So We're going to be talking about Moses and his life and his story, but before we do, I want to start at the beginning. So if you want to study up on what we're going to be talking about, I'm really focusing in on chapter 2 of Exodus, the first 14 verses. So... Growing up, when Moses was just an infant, the Lord had his hand of protection on him. At the time of his birth, there was a mandate by Pharaoh for all of the Hebrew men children to be thrown into the river. Like, to be murdered, guys. But Moses' mother had faith in God. She was a Hebrew woman. And she was able to hide Moses for three months before she had to take other action. Once she knew it was time, I just want you to put yourself kind of in her situation, if you can, for just a moment. And just think about this. Once she knew it was time, can you even imagine how scared that she must have been? How fearful amidst her faith she must have been when she prepared a basket for her baby to dwell in on the river until he would be found by an Egyptian woman. The same Egyptians that wanted to murder Hebrew children. But Moses' mother stepped out in faith 
and as she covered that basket and placed her infant within, she stepped out in faith and she placed that basket which held the child that she loved dearly into the river unknown. So because of her faith in God and her willingness to obey, we get to later hear of a story of one of the most known men of the Bible, Moses. His mother was abundantly blessed for her obedience. She was given a task that was probably seemed impossible for her to do. And I like to think that even though the Bible doesn't go into great detail here, as a woman, I feel that I can relate. I can only begin to imagine how she must have felt. And it says in Exodus chapter 2, the woman conceived, she bare a son. When she saw him that he was a godly child, she hid him for three months. And when she could no longer hide him, she took him in an ark and daubed it with slime and pitch and branches. And she put the child within and she laid it in the flags by the river's brink. And Moses' sisters stood afar off, wondering what would be done with him. I can only imagine the prayers that Moses' mother must have prayed. I can just see her handcrafting this basket that would carry her son away from her, praying pleading of another way, of any other way, something that could be done to avoid the inevitable. Praying and pleading for another way for her to be able to keep her son. But here's the key part to Moses' mother's story, guys. Even when God told her to place her son in the river, she obeyed him. Even when I'm sure she felt God had forsaken her and her son, her faith in the God she served was greater than her fears. And God blessed her for her faith in him. And we see that if we read down just a little bit further in Exodus chapter 2, where we find that the daughter of Pharaoh um, came down to wash herself at the river This is uh, Exodus chapter 2, verse 5. And when she saw the basket, she sent her maid to fetch it. And when she opened it and she seen the baby within, and the baby cried, she had compassion on him and said, This is one of the Hebrews' children. And then, guys, this is evident that this is the hand of God. I mean, it's evident that it was the hand of God from the beginning, but the fact that Pharaoh's daughter, okay, seen that this was a Hebrew male child and had compassion on him. So in verse 7, then said his sister to Pharaoh's daughter, this is um, Moses's sister, 
was the maid here. Shall I go and call to thee a nurse of the Hebrew women that she may nurse the child for thee? And Pharaoh's daughter said to her, Go. And the maid went and called the child's mother. Yeah, we read that right. So Moses' mother put her child in the river. Pharaoh, the one who had issued this execution of all Hebrew men children, his very own daughter found a Hebrew man child that had been spared, had compassion on him, sent her maidservant, which was Moses' sister, to fetch a Hebrew woman to care for the child. And it was Moses' own mother. And it doesn't end there. So Pharaoh's daughter said unto her, Take this child away and nurse it for me, and I'll give thee thy wages. And the woman took the child and nursed it, and the child grew, and she brought him unto Pharaoh's daughter, and he became her son. And she called his name Moses, and she said, Because I drew him out of the water. So, because of Moses' mother's great faith, not only was her son spared, and not only was her son spared by Pharaoh's daughter herself, but she had the opportunity to nurse her child, to receive payment for nursing her own child, and she had the opportunity to raise Moses. And it doesn't necessarily specify for how long, but I'd say probably for the first several years of Moses' life, she had the opportunity to raise him and to instill those Hebrew values in him. It doesn't specify that. But when we lead, read down just a little bit further in verses 11, 12, uh, and all the way down to 14, we find that Moses, he actually ends up um, killing an Egyptian because he witnesses an Egyptian beating a Hebrew. And it says a Hebrew, one of his brethren, so how else would he have known, you know, that he was Hebrew had he not have had those Hebrew values um, and godly values instilled in him? And so I kind of like to think there that Moses' mother was given back all that she thought she had lost. And so the question that I want to leave with you guys for you guys to um you know think on for the next episode that we do um is what if Moses's mother had not obeyed God what if Moses's mother said it was too difficult she she couldn't she just simply couldn't do it she wasn't strong enough or she doubted God to the point to where she tried to take matters into her own hands. I just want you to think about how different this story would be 
And that theme is the theme that we're going to carry out throughout the series of Moses is that very question is how different would the story be? So it just so happens that this story, you know, has, I don't want to say a happy ending, but this story is a good one. You know, Moses's mother was given a seemingly impossible task to give up her child, to place her child in the middle of evil. And not only did that child grow and prosper, but she had the opportunity to instill her values into that child and to know that child and to love that child and care for that child. And so I just want you to study on that and think on that just a little bit and think about think about her story. And you know in the Bible because of the time era and and different different things the culture women weren't really talked about a whole lot so we don't get a really in-depth story here and so i don't want to add to but i do feel that we do have the liberty to think of it as real life situations you know, the people in the Bible were real people. And if you think of it in a way of today, I really don't believe that Moses' mother is any different than any other mother with a child. You know, you tell any any mother with a child that you have to put your baby in a river, um knowing that there's a big possibility that child, um, you know, not only could he have been eaten by, you know, crocodiles or, or the basket could have gotten turned over in the water and the child drowned. Um, he could have been swept away and starved and never found. Um, none of, not, not only did none of those things happen, um, But probably her biggest fear happened when Pharaoh's daughter found the child, you know, because of the execution order that was in place. And so Moses was literally delivered, it seemed, into the hand of evil. But God had his hand on Moses. And we get an awesome story later from this and so just to kind of draw this all together I'm gonna go ahead and finish reading um through verse 14 and so we stopped at verse 11 so it came to pass in those days when Moses was grown that he went out unto his brethren and he looked on their burdens And he spied an Egyptian smiting a Hebrew, one of his brethren. And he looked this way and that way. And when he saw that there was no man, he slew the Egyptian and hid him in the sand. 
And when he went out the second day, behold, two men of the Hebrews strove together. And he said to him that did the wrong, Wherefore smitest thou thy fellow? And he said, Who made thee a prince and a judge over us? Intendest thou to kill me, as thou kills the Egyptian? And Moses feared and said, Surely this thing is known. So that kind of reveals to us Moses knew he was a Hebrew. Moses knew he was not an Egyptian, even though he grew up in Pharaoh's household as Pharaoh's, you know, um, um, Pharaoh's daughter's son. He, he wasn't. He knew he didn't belong. And I just think that that's interesting that he knew he was a Hebrew, but the Hebrews didn't know he was a Hebrew. They looked upon him as an Egyptian um, slaying another Egyptian. And when Moses seen the wrongs and the injustice that was happening to his brothers and sisters, this passion burned within him. And so we'll touch on that next time. And again, I just want to leave you with the thought. I want you to to kind of resonate on Moses's mother, um, the task that was presented before her, um, how that correlates with other stories in the Bible. Um, you know, even Jesus himself, whenever he he was praying in the garden before he was crucified, you know, he he even prayed himself like. If there's any other way, you know, let this cup pass from me. But if not, thy will be done. And I like to think that Moses's mother had that same prayer and that same faith. And God seen her heart and he blessed her for her obedience. And so I just want you to resonate with that and think about the story that came from that and how different the story would have been had she not had obeyed God in that faith. And so I thank you for joining me today. And um, next week or um, the next episode, rather, we will pick up in Exodus chapter 2, verse 15. Thank y'all.